listening to the Family Go and Grow podcast. My name is Jill, and I'm really happy you're taking the time as a family to listen to the Bible. Today, we're back in the book of Judges, this time in chapters six and seven. God made the world, people sinned, and we're in the earlier stages of the story of how God is working to fix his relationship with people. Because when Adam and Eve sinned, and everyone else after that, it broke what was once a perfect relationship. God's people, the Israelites, were slaves in Egypt. Then Moses led them to freedom, and since then, they've been figuring out how to live as God's people. God has given them rules and guidelines to help them live the best way that he has for them. They're living in the promised land, and God gave them judges to be their leaders to help them know how to live for God and make good choices. Last week, we heard a story where God helped Deborah defeat Israel's army, the Canaanites. Many years later, the people of Israel had once again forgotten all about God and were doing terrible things. So God handed the Israelites over to a new enemy, the Midianites. The Bible tells us the Midianites treated the people of Israel very badly. That's why they made hiding places for themselves. They hid in holes in the mountains. They also hid in caves and other safe places. Each year, the people planted their crops, and when they did, the Midianites came into the country and attacked it. They camped on the land. They destroyed the crops. They didn't spare a living thing for Israel. They didn't spare a sheep or cattle or donkeys. Midian made the people of Israel very poor, so they cried out to the Lord for help. Then there was this guy named Gideon. Gideon was really scared of the Midianites. He was so scared that he was hiding while he threshed his wheat, which is a part of the harvesting process. While he was doing this, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, and the angel said, Mighty warrior, the Lord is with you. Pardon me, sir, Gideon replied. I love how he was so polite. You say the Lord is with us. Then why has all this bad stuff happened to us? The Lord turned to Gideon. He said to him, You are strong. Go and save Israel from the power of Midian. I am sending you. Pardon me, sir, Gideon again politely replied. But how can you possibly save Israel? Through me. My family group is the weakest in the tribe of Manasseh, and I'm the least important member of my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, so you will strike down the Midianites. You will leave no one alive. The Lord was giving giving Gideon a big job. And just like Gideon said, he didn't feel strong enough to do the job. So he came up with a test to know if this was really the Lord talking to him and to know if the Lord would really be able to help him. Gideon said, if you are pleased with me, give me a special sign. Then Gideon came up with a test and the angel of the Lord proved himself. And Gideon realized it was the angel of the Lord. He cried out, oh no, my Lord and King, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, may peace be with you. Do not be afraid. You are not going to die. Then the Bible tells us about more interactions between Gideon and the Lord, how Gideon obeyed God and destroyed the altars his father had built for other gods, and how he built an altar for the true God, but how he was still scared, so he did the brave things at night. How then Israel's enemies, the Midianites and the Amalekites, gathered their armies, and other tribes' armies gathered around them, ready to fight. So Gideon stepped up as a leader, and he called the men of his tribe and of another tribe of Israel to come fight with him, as well as the men from three other tribes, and they all came together. But as we learned about Gideon earlier, 
He's pretty scared, and so he wanted to test God to make sure he'd really have God's help. Gideon said to God, You promised you would use me to save Israel, so please do something for me. I'll put a piece of wool on the threshing floor. Suppose dew is only on the wool tomorrow morning, and the ground around it is dry. Then I will know that you will use me to save Israel, and I'll know that your promise will come true. And that's what happened. Gideon got up early the next day, and he squeezed the dew out of the bowl, and the water filled a bowl, but the ground all around it was dry. But Gideon was still scared and nervous. Then Gideon said to God, don't be angry with me. Let me ask you for just one more thing. Let me use the wool for one more test. But this time, make the wool dry and the ground around it covered with dew. So that night, God did it. Only the wool was dry. All the ground around it was covered in dew. There was no denying it. It was God who had spoken to Gideon, and God would keep his promise to use Gideon to save Israel. Gideon was ready. He had an army of 32,000 men ready to fight. But the Lord said, I want to hand Midian over to you, but you have too many men for me to do that. Then Israel might brag about how they saved themselves, and they would forget that God saved them. So God told Gideon to send home anyone who was scared to fight. And 22,000 men left and went home. That means 10,000 stayed ready to fight. But the Lord told Gideon he still had too many men in his army. So God told Gideon to take his men to the water and have all the men take a drink. Some of the men got on their knees and drank straight from the stream. And then some of the men scooped water in their hands and drank the water with their tongues like a dog. God told Gideon to send home the men who stuck their faces in the stream and to keep the men who scooped the water and drank it like a dog. That left Gideon with only 300 men. Gideon went from an army of 32,000 to just 300. That night, Gideon and his 300 warriors snuck to the edge of the camp where the huge Emidian army was sleeping. When Gideon gave the signal, all the men blew trumpets and smashed jars and waved torches and shouted as loud as they could, A sword for the Lord and for Gideon! The Midianites were startled awake. They rushed out of their tents and freaked out when they saw all the torches. They started running in every direction, and God confused them and caused them to attack each other with their swords. And the Midianites, who weren't killed by a sword, ran away. And from that day forward, the Midianites weren't able to attack Israel anymore. God used a very small army to defeat a huge army. God wanted the Israelites to know that it was God who made it possible for them to win and not be able to take the credit for themselves. That way, they would give God the glory. Glory is honor and praise for doing something great. The Israelites needed to give God the glory. Our Bible verse this week talks about that. It's Psalm 115.1 and it says, Lord, may glory be given to you, not to us. You are loving and faithful. The story of Gideon is pretty incredible because God used someone who was scared, nervous, and didn't have confidence. He used Gideon to lead an army into a battle that God won for them. God kept his promise to Gideon, and then God was given the glory for what he did. When this ends, I want you to take a moment and share with each other what you liked about this story, what stood out, or what was really interesting. 
or maybe what you learned about God through it. Talk about times that you might be nervous or not think you're brave enough, but you can trust God to be with you and help you. Maybe God's even telling you, you are strong. You are a warrior because I am with you. Then give God glory. Share something you're good at, whether it's reading, playing basketball, being a kind friend, or something good that has happened to you. And then give God glory and tell him thank you for it. Thank you for joining us for the Family Go and Grow podcast for making the Bible be a part of your family's week. Now, go give God the glory. Tell him how awesome he is as you go about the rest of your week.